0: Bigfoot Society would like to thank the following sponsors for helping make the podcast possible. The Singular Fortean Society has combined open and honest paranormal investigation and in journalism since 2016. Visit the society at Singular Fortean for all the latest weird news and more. Come with us and investigate the impossible. Welcome to the Bigfoot Society Clubhouse where we discuss a new or old topic in cryptozoology every week. Just hang out and have a good time do need to let you know that by hanging out with us on stage and talking and the discussion you are giving consent to uh, being recorded which will be used in a future Bigfoot Society podcast uh, YouTube video could be anything that you could imagine coming down the pipeline Uh, if you're not comfortable with that uh, please go ahead and move on down to the audience Uh, sit back relax, have a good time. Again, thanks to all for uh, hanging out. uh, Let's just have a good time. Awesome. So thanks all for uh, hanging out tonight in the Bigfoot Society Clubhouse. Uh, Tonight's topic, again, is uh, cryptozoologists that are no longer with us. So historical cryptozoologists. I am going to uh, start tonight. Um, uh, I've got 10 facts that i wrote down about uh renee de Hinden who is a canadian uh cryptozoologist from 1930 or he lived from 1930 to 2001 uh, apologies if you had renee de Hinden but it's still cool uh number one he was born in switzerland in 1930 uh number two he co-wrote the book sasquatch uh, with don hunter in 1973 uh, fact number three, which is one of my favorites, the character Jacques Lafleur, Canadian Bigfoot hunter in Harry and the Hendersons, is based on him. That's pretty cool. Uh, number four, or that was number three, sorry. Number four, he has a scene with John Green, his co-researcher, in the 1976 film In Search of Bigfoot where they discuss kill or no kill. kill. That's a really cool scene. That's uh, very interesting. Number five, he's a spokesperson for uh, Kokanee Beer for a year. Uh, up in Canada, I believe. Uh, number six, uh, he never saw Sasquatch, but was convinced it existed. Uh, number seven, he considered he's considered, of course, one of the four horsemen of Squatchery. Uh, number eight, uh, he was first inspired to look for Sasquatch by reading a newspaper article about the search for the Yeti. Um, I thought that was really cool. Also, number nine, he's the first to show the PG film in the former Soviet Union. And I will... Uh, end off with a cautionary quote from Renee uh, that I read. It's kind of interesting. So the quote goes, the Sasquatch at this point is a side issue. The driving force is the people and their egos, their personalities, the good ones. They are in it totally because in this business, you can't be in it part time. You have to be in it totally and above everything. The bad ones, they're the rejects from the UFO field. (laughs) I thought that was kind of an interesting quote. There's probably a lot behind that quote. But uh Renee Dehndon's pretty pretty cool dude. Uh there's a lot to to look into regarding him and um that kind of just scratches the surface. I've got to really get into the book that he's written. But um Yeah, so that is what I came up with uh for Renee DeHinden. Um, The way we're going to do things tonight is I'm going to pick the next person, and then that person is going to pick the next person to talk It's be kind of passing the mic around. So, uh, Kenzie, would you like to share next?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Um, This is going to be really short uh, just because it is. Uh, My favorite old cryptozoologist who is no longer with us, I guess would probably just be John Keel um the only reasoning i really have is that he writes a mean book um but also like i like his style of research and i like the way he articulates things um that's kind of really all i got for you guys
0: no that's awesome i was like i was thinking of doing john keel and i was like i'm gonna see if someone else does it i'm glad you brought him up like man stuff without john keel that would be rough but uh go ahead kenzie pick the next person
1: Okay, I'm going to throw the mic to... I'm going to say Carter.
2: All right. So I'm not too familiar with uh, past cryptozoologists, but I am familiar with someone in kind of the realm of cryptozoology, which is uh, Robert Wilson. He is the guy uh, He was born in 1899 and died in 1969. And he was the guy who supposedly took the first picture of the Loch Ness Monster. And uh, which was widely regarded as genuine for a long time until later on it was uh, debunked and told to be a hoax. But um, that's the famous one that you see pretty much anywhere. Uh, So he's just a very prominent person in the uh, cryptid community. Oh, and uh, I guess I'll pass it on to Tate. Is it
1: possible I can go second to the...
0: Sure, Tate. <laughs> Sorry,
1: dudes. <laughs> I've ruined your flows. You're good,
0: Tate. <laughs> all right, Carter, you got to pick someone else. Uh, Greg? Yeah,
3: how's it going, everybody? Um, my name's Greg. I run all the weird on Instagram. And I host a little Star Wars podcast with Mothboy, Matt, and... Cryptid chat with Yammy. It's called Order 66. Um, I'm going with uh, Mr. John Willison Green. He was one of the four horsemen of Squatchology. Um, he was born in 1927. He's a Cana- He was a Canadian journalist. He got his uh, uh, degree at, at Columbia University in New York. Um, he, uh, I guess he's most noted for uh, his work with Sasquatch and his research. He compiled a database of over 3,000 sightings and track reports. Um, he's written a lot of books, um, some of which are still in print. The ones that aren't in print, I actually looked up some of them. And uh, the one of them, oh, what was it? Um, I don't remember the name, but it was over it was like two hundred and fifty dollars Canadian for one of these books that was out of print. So um it just kind of uh speaks to his um his popularity in the Bigfoot world. Um I guess uh yeah, he worked with Renee DeHinden and the other uh horsemen as well. Um he was at a fun fact about him, he was actually uh Elected mayor of the village of Harrison Hot Springs in 1963. Um, he owned a newspaper, um, which he sold in 1972 to to pursue his, uh, Sasquatch research. Um, he uh, he was a history buff and he helped out local uh, history societies, and he was honored in the year 2000 as a BC Senior of the Year, that's British Columbia Senior of the Year, for his volunteering in many community groups, including the Chamber of Commerce, Senior Citizens, Housing, Harrison Hot Springs Fire Department, Boy Scouts, uh, Search and Rescue, and the Lions Club. Um, Some of John Green's books are on the track of the Sasquatch, Sasquatch the Apes Among Us, Encounters with Bigfoot, and The Best of Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Um, two books out of print now are Year of the Sasquatch uh, and The Sasquatch File. And um, I picked John just because he's such an innovator and he's a fellow, he was a fellow Canadian. And yeah, I just admire him. And I think I will go and ask Keith if he'd like to speak next.
4: Awesome. Great stuff, Greg. Thank you. Um, I also want to say welcome to Danner and um, Maddie. It's great to see new faces in here that I haven't seen yet. Um, I was also going to go with John Keel. I didn't have a lot of time to um, prep, but John Keel is one of my favorites, Uh, obviously. I've only read uh, two of his many books, The Mothman Prophecies and The Eighth Tower, and all of them about a decade ago, probably after I watched (laughs) the mothman prophecies movie um but he lived a full life we got a lot of works to be able to refer to that he created so i think it's a great choice and um yeah thanks and i will choose let's see who's uh alexander we'll just go on down the list
2: hey thanks for picking me man hope everyone's doing well tonight so Keeping with the theme of the Canadians, I'm going to pick a Canadian as well. Uh, my favorite uh, cryptozoologist that is no longer with us would be Dr. John Bindernagel, who, uh, you know, another John and another Canadian that's into Sasquatch. So John is pretty awesome. Uh, he was actually a wildlife biologist. I kind of consider him to be the fifth uh, Bigfoot horseman kind of uh One of the the big four, I know everyone talks about the other four, Dr. Krantz, and you guys already mentioned John Green and Renee DeHinden. Uh, Peter Byrne is the only one still alive from that list, but I consider John to be sort of the fifth member of that, maybe a little underrated. I think he was a fantastic researcher. As I mentioned, he was a wildlife biologist who studied and sought evidence of Bigfoot since 1963. He was originally from Ontario, but lived out in British Columbia and uh, moved there because there was a lot of Bigfoot sightings and Sasquatch sightings in that area. He never had a sighting, but he did claim that he heard the creature in our Comox Lake in 1992, and he said the sound was comparable to a chimpanzee. Uh, he believed that the Bigfoot phenomena... Should be looked at by scientists more seriously and one of his quotes was the evidence doesn't get scrutinized objectively. We can't bring the evidence to our colleagues because it's perceived as taboo. He actually wrote two books, one of which is one of my favorite Sasquatch books so it's from 1998 called North America's Great Ape the Sasquatch and I've talked about it before on these clubhouses. It's just a fantastic book that really reads like a wildlife guide. I mean, if you've read other wildlife guides about other Native Amer- or, uh, North American uh, species, it pretty much reads just like that. It's really great uh, comparing a lot of sightings from across the country. Obviously a big focus on the Pacific Northwest and British Columbia as he was from there. He also wrote a second book called The Discovery of the Sasquatch, Reconciling Culture, History, and Science in the Discovery Process. That was from 2010. I haven't read that one yet. He was a member of the BFRO, uh, really just an all-around great researcher. And uh, like I said, you know, wildlife biologists, there aren't a lot of those that like to stick their neck out for this subject. So it was very cool to have John in that community. He passed away in 2018 and is dearly missed. And from everyone I've met that have uh, interacted with him and met him in the past, say he was a fantastic, really kind person. So, uh, definitely an awesome, awesome researcher. So with that said, I'll pass the mic to Tate now, I guess, if he's, uh, good to go.
1: I'm in bed. <laughs> Tate, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. Good night. Okay. Um, no, dang it, Jeremiah! I was gonna pick Renee DeHendon as well. Um,
0: add some more. Well, that's fine. Know, more. I'm. I get. I'm guessing you can add way more than I think. I just scratched the surface. But if you can add anything more, go for it, man.
1: Well, that that book you mentioned, uh, Sasquatch by Don Hunter and Renee DeHenden, I bought that book not too long ago, so I have a copy of that, uh, the old paperback edition. But I, I think Renee De is really cool and he's kind of like a no BS kind of guy and he was kind of like the Matt Moneymaker if you will of the four horsemen and what's really cool is um, if you look at the passing Gimlin, one like there's photos of after everything that's happened he took like a night I think it was in 1972 he took a photo overlooking the film site from up the hill where they think Patty went originally when she was watching Roger and Bob Castle's prints and everything. So that's super cool. And then there's a bunch of pictures of Renee DeHinden at the site, you know, filling in to try and figure out the height of Patty and looking at all the tracks around there. So that's a pretty cool factoid about Renee I think Renee's just an all around BA.
3: Yeah, wasn't that in the in search of film when they were at the site?
1: I'm not sure. i think so
3: i recall him uh i re- recall uh renee tandon posing like across the creek bed i think they were trying to the the shot
1: yeah i have a, i have like a bunch of photos photos of that on my phone actually so i look at those from time to time
3: and jeremiah shared the link to that uh film last week i believe right
0: jeremiah oh um uh, in search of bigfoot yeah that's the one yeah yeah it's um a really cool like time capsule of late 1970s and uh sasquatch culture back then it's just it's really cool but yeah if, if you go on the tubi app t-u-b-i you can watch it for free and it's like a, a legit app it's um, there's like 20 different Bigfoot films and documentaries on there actually. So, um, I know it's on iPhone. I'm not sure if it's on Android, but, um, if you look up T-U-B-I, um, it's, it's in there right now. It's pretty cool. It's a good watch.
3: And I think that if you're all wrapped up, Tate, I think that leaves us with, uh, with Danny. Oh yeah.
1: I forgot to do that.
3: Yeah.
0: What yeah. About... Pass the mic, Tate.
1: <laughs> I pass the mic. Go for it. Hey, everybody. Uh, I didn't realize
5: that we were doing some sort of like uh, like AP format, long style uh, write-up on all of these characters.
3: It doesn't have to be crazy. Don't worry.
5: I just figured we were kind of talking about things off the top of our head, but um, I'm, I'm sure I'm like the 10th person to talk about John Keel by now but uh he's one of the uh, classics in my opinion and i was a big fan of his strange creatures from time and space and the complete guide to mysterious beings where like he was sort of one of the earlier cryptozoologists that sort of hypothesized the idea of bigfoot being like a trans-dimensional creature as well which i really really like the idea of him kind of having that upper hand instead of just being like some ape that's walking around in the woods I really, really like the idea That's like, Oh, we can't find him because he just like sort of phases in and out of planes of existence. <clears throat> and like that, like combined with all the men in black stuff, it really, really attracted me at a younger age. I absolutely love it.
0: That is awesome. Thank you, Danner. Well, thanks for, for sharing tonight, everyone. This has been really cool. I want to put a quick plug in for an awesome YouTube channel. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm, guessing most people have seen sasquatch art i think sasquatch archives by todd prescott um and uh it's if you're interested in like watching old interviews news footage stuff really old stuff about uh sasquatch researchers a lot of whom were we'll talked tonight uh check out sasquatch archives on youtube it's it's great stuff and i think You just listened to uh, this week's Bigfoot Society Clubhouse, where a group of us get together and talk about a different uh, topic every week to do with cryptozoology. And then after that, we just kind of hang out and chill out and have a good time. Uh, If you are wanting to get into Clubhouse, uh, DM myself on Instagram at Bigfoot Society. Uh, If you've got an iPhone, we can get you hooked up and into the community. If you've got an Android, uh, you're on the list that's getting longer every day. We'll get you in. There just has to be an Android app made by Clubhouse first. Uh, so hold on tight, be patient, we'll get you in eventually. Uh, also, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm in Clubhouse, how did he record that? Uh, you, I've put a page on the com where you can see the gear that I use. Uh, go to bit.ly forward slash record my Clubhouse. Um, or it's the newest uh, blog post on BigfootSocietyPodcast.com. And I've got a bunch of uh, gear there that I use. Uh, Those are Amazon affiliate links. So if you click on the link uh, and buy that stuff, or if you get anything on Amazon after you click the link for 24 hours, you are helping to support uh, the podcast. So go ahead. Even if you don't care about the gear, go to that link and then get a lot of Amazon stuff and help us uh, keep going with this podcast. Thanks again for uh, hanging out with us, listening to some more content. I'm going to keep putting these out. Uh, Sharing the clubhouse. Oh, man, that was Bush League. Sorry, guys, if you heard that notification. But have a great rest of your day. Uh, Coming up next week is finally the interview with Andrew from the Flatwoods Monster Museum. Uh, You are really going to love it. That's a good, good interview. Um, Good stuff. But uh, thanks for listening, guys and gals and pals. And it's time to go to bed. (laughs) Have a good one.